Welcome to our children's series, a series of teachings aimed at building our children up in the fear of the Lord. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6, it says, Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So it's a series of teachings with the goal of building our children now so that they will have a wonderful future. Children, these are teachings that will help you to have a wonderful future, a successful future, because your foundation is rooted in God. A series of teachings aimed at making you wise, for the Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So the teachings will train you, show you the pathway that you should go, so that as you grow up, you will always know the right pathway, and the right pathway, a godly pathway, is equally a successful pathway. We are teaching in order to help you to acquire the fear of the Lord. And if you fear the Lord, you become a wise child. Our teachings will be divided into parts. And each part will contain a number of lessons. I advise you to follow up each of the lesson week after week. In part one, we are looking at models children, model children in the Bible. Model children meaning children who had the right example, who were the right example. Children that any parent will want to recommend them to their children so that their children can follow their example. They are children whose character are correct. They have the right behavior that any parent will want them to be near their own children so that they can change their lives by the right example they show. In our first lesson today, lesson one, we shall be looking at the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, because Jesus was once a child. He, he was once a baby, then a child. So like you, the Lord Jesus Christ was also a child. We will be looking at Jesus Christ as a model child. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Luke. Open your Bible to the book of Luke, chapter 2. 
the book of Luke chapter 2, as we said, we are looking at model children and the Lord Jesus Christ as an example. Luke chapter 2, we will look at Luke chapter 2 from verse 41. Make sure you open your Bible and follow up as we read the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every year from verse 41, every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the feast according to the custom. After the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were not aware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple court, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and statue and in favor with God and men. So we see Jesus here accompanying his parents as they were going for this religious feast that took place year after year. It was not like in our days today where you could enter a car and travel with your parents or you could enter a plane and travel with your parents. They had to walk by foot. They were on foot. They walked. So it was a long journey. That is why the first 11 years, they did not take Jesus along because he may not have coped the strenuous journey that they had. So when, a ch when the parents are going for the religious festival, going to church, it is the duty of a child to accompany his parents. Children, 
when you have cho- your parents are going to church, if you are no longer a baby, it is your responsibility to accompany them. They don't have to force you. This journey was a very long journey. And Jesus traveled that long journey with his parent. When he was a baby, we read in the same book, chapter 2, when the time of their, verse 22, when the time of their purification, according to the law of Moses, has been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to, the, to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As a baby, your parents take you to church. Here, they took Jesus to dedicate Jesus. When a child is born, a child is not baptized. A child is dedicated. It is the parent that carry that child, that baby to church, and then the child is dedicated in the church. Let me say it again, that when a child is born as a baby, you are taken to church and dedicated. You are not baptized. So here, that was the type of custom here. Jesus was being dedicated. So as a baby, they carried him to the temple. But as a child who was now around 12 years old, he accompanied his parent. They don't have to force you as a child to go to church. You are the one begging your parent to join them to go to church. You are the one to wake up Sunday morning or whenever that day may be. Prepare yourself and be reminding your parent today is the day of worship. I am ready. So Jesus accompanied his parent for this religious feast. But before the parent carried him because he was still a baby and presented him to in the temple. Back to 41. So every year his parent went to Jerusalem. So when Jesus was 12, they went up to the feast according to the custom. Verse 43, after the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed in Jerusalem, but they were not aware of it. They were unaware of it. They carried out all the religious festival, but Jesus was still longing for something. There are children who come to church, even just after 20 minutes, they jump out. They are already so satisfied. Some come to church, but they spend all the time playing outside. That was not like Jesus. Because Jesus was the one who wanted to remain more in Jerusalem to be in the temple. His desire was to be more and more, more and more in the temple. So while people went after the religious festival, Jesus was looking for something to get a place where he can get more time with his father. 
Do you normally spend more time with God? Are you a child who spend time to read your Bible alone? Who can even have a time alone to pray? Who when you come to church, you are not like this child who jumps in and out, always going out, always going out, so that you don't even know what they were teaching? Or you go for your Sunday school, while the teacher is teaching, you don't concentrate? So, Jesus remained in Jerusalem. Thinking, verse 44, that he was in their company, they traveled on for one day. So it was a long journey, a journey that you can travel for one day. Then they began looking for him among his relatives and friends. Look at where they were looking for him. Among his relatives, among his friends. When a child has good morals, if when you are missing, they will go, not go looking for you in the forest. They will not go looking for you in a video house. They will not go looking for you on a football field. They will not go looking for you somewhere in some dangerous places. They will know that if you are missing, the likely place will be among the friends of your parent or among your relative. Don't be a child who rooms all over, playing with street children all over, moving from one place to the other, where your parents don't even know where you are. If you are missing... As a child, where do you think your parent will easily look for you? When your parent look, uh, don't see you around, are you the type of child that they don't even know where you are because you you go all over the place? You are wild. You are always migrating from one place to the other. You spend the whole day. Your parent don't know where you are. That is not a, a child who has the right character. That's not a godly child. If you are missing, your parents should know he is near this brother, near this uh, uncle. Verse 45. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem looking for him. Let us see where they found him. Verse 46. After three days, they found him in the temple courts sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking questions. So for three days, they searched for Jesus. And when they finally found him, they did not find Jesus in a bar. Jesus was in the temple court. Jesus was in the house of God. They found him in the temple. So for three good days, Jesus was in the temple. Three good days, Jesus was in the house of God. Alone. He could, when he was not with the parent, he was in the presence of God. Are you such a child? That your parent can say, we don't see him. He's not here. But if you go somewhere, if you go over there in that corner, he is praying. He is reading his Bible. Are you such a child 
That when your parents don't, don't see you, they know that you are somewhere with your God, your father. You are praying somewhere. And when they found Jesus, where was Jesus? He was not in the temple roaming around. Jesus was in the temple sitting among the teachers. There are many children, even when they go to church, they cannot sit down. They are just running, jumping from one place to the other, from one seat to the other, in and out. Jesus was sitting among the teachers. Sitting among the teachers, doing what? Listening to them and asking questions. That is the, the right example to show as a child that when you are at church, you are sitting down among the teachers and then you are listening. When you don't understand something, you ask questions. Asking questions is not making noise and you don't just ask in a disorderly way. You can put up your hand and say, teacher, I have a question. I don't understand this. Are you such a child in the church sitting down to be taught? If you are in the church sitting to be taught, then tomorrow you will equally be able to teach others because you cannot become a teacher if you were not one, a pupil or a student. Look at the attitude of Jesus. He was listening attentively. He was listening attentively. He was not making noise. He was not moving around. He was sitting down. He was listening. And when he did not understand, he asked questions. Whether it's in, you are in class, whether you are at church, whether you are at home, you should be this type of child who sit down to listen to your teachers, to listen to your parents, to be taught. In your morning devotion at home, you listen. Sitting among your parents, you listen. They teach you. And when you don't understand, you ask questions. You don't make noise. Such a child will understand. Let's look at the next verse. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. A child who is attentive to listen will be a child who will understand many things. And the child that if you ask questions, the, the child will have the right answer. That is why Jesus understood many things because even at home with his parents, whenever he had an opportunity to be taught, because he was taught, he was taught by the parent at home. In the temple here, he is being taught by the teachers. And because he was attentive, he understood the lesson that he was taught. And now when he is being asked questions, he has the right answers. Many children, even when they go to school, 
When the teachers are teaching, they are disturbing. And when the exam come, they have, they do not have the right answers because they did not understand the lesson that was being taught. When a child is attentive in class, attentive at church, attentive when your parents are speaking, you will learn many things. And when the time for exam come, or the time come to answer questions, the time come to apply the things that you have learned, you have the right answer for life. You have the right answer because you were a good student. You were a good pupil who learned while being attentive. If you want to be a child who understand, who have the right answer, who will be able to speak and everybody will be amazed, you must be a child who is not a disorderly child. When you are in church, sit down. When you sit down, listen. When you don't understand, put up your hand, ask the question, let it be explained to you. When you are in school, sit down attentively. Follow what the teacher is teaching. When you don't understand, you can ask questions. Because a day will come when your teacher will equally ask you questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding. Do you want to amaze people by your understanding? So that whatever question they will give you tomorrow, you will answer, then you need to be a good student today. And a good student is, pre- is where he can be taught with the right people. Don't go to people who will teach you the wrong thing. They are bad teachers. Some of you are, the people you have been interacting with are bad friends. They teach you the wrong example. Be at the right place where you will be taught the right thing. Then listen attentively. Understand what you are being taught. Then tomorrow, when you are asked questions, you will equally give the right answer. Verse 48. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. They were surprised. Astonished. Our son is in the temple. Our son is not roaming around. Our son is among the teachers. Every parent will be proud to say that the the child is not roaming around, moving and stealing from people, moving and throwing stone, breaking people's uh, windscreen, beating, fighting. They were proud of Jesus because he was in the right place and with the right people. When you are in the right place, with the right people, doing the right thing, you will bring joy to your parent. Your parent will be proud of you because you are a model child. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Children, when you are not at home, and your parents are looking for you, they will be anxious. They are anxious about your life. Don't make your parents always to be anxious because they are asking when she go to school. You see, even in school, don't bring anxiety to your parents. 
Don't make your parents to become sick because they look for you. They don't see you. They don't even know when you will be coming back. You should be a child that bring peace to your parent, and he who bring peace to his parent has brought health to his parent. Your parent will not have high blood pressure because they were always anxious, always anxious. So they they say we have been anxiously searching for you. Listen to the reply of Jesus. Why were you searching for me? What was Jesus saying? Jesus was telling them, be at peace. I cannot be missing. I cannot be doing the wrong thing. He said, didn't you know that? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Jesus was telling them something they did not know. He said, it is my responsibility to be in my father's house. God as his father, I had to be in my father. Did you not know it? He was telling them it is a must for me to be in my father's house. Do you realize that you have to be in your father's house? Don't permit people to leave you at home when they are going to church. Tell them. Don't you know I must be at church? Don't you know I must be in the presence of God? God is my father. I must be in my father's house. And the Bible says, but they, they did not understand what he was saying to them. Jesus has chosen where he must be. Not a nightclub. Not a bar. Not a video house, not a football field, not on the street, not among other children fighting, quarreling, throwing stones all over, but his father's house. There is a place that every child must set it as his number one priority to be in his father's house at the place of prayer. At one time, Jesus said, "My, did you not know? Is it not written, my father's house will be called a, a house of prayer, a place of prayer? So the place of prayer is where you must set it as your number one priority to be all the time. They did not understand it. Even though they did not understand, Jesus did not start insulting them. He did not start telling them, you are ignorant. He did not start telling them, I know better than you. He was not proud. Look at verse 51. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. Even though you are a child who must be in your father's house, don't be a disorderly child. Who just decide to become disobedient, telling your parents, I must be in my father's house, therefore I cannot obey you. No, you have your earthly parent and your heavenly parent. Anybody who truly is obeying his earthly, his uh, heavenly parent will also obey his earthly parent. Are you a child or will disobey your parents? 
then it means that you are disobeying God also. A child who obeys the parent is a child who equally obeys his heavenly father, God, his heavenly father. So he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient. When you leave the church, go back home, be with your parents, obey your parents, be obedient to your parents. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. Because of what Jesus was telling him, telling them, the mother kept what Jesus told her, treasured it in her heart. Are you the type of a, a, a child who goes to church and then when you, you are very attentive, you listen attentively and when you come, you share with your parent, you will give to your parents something they will treasure because the word of God is what every parent will treasure. He understood certain things that his parents did not understand. But he was not proud. He shared it with his parents and the mother treasured it in her heart. Let's look at the last verse, verse 52. And Jesus grew in wisdom. As I told you in the beginning, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That is why we see Jesus, because he feared God, he grew in wisdom. You will become intelligent. You understand many things because you fear God. And you will do the right thing at the right time because you fear God. He grew in wisdom. Then he grew in stature. In order what in his body he was growing. When you are a child who is running all over the place, you can even go and catch disease. You catch a, a, a corona. You catch this uh, uh, wrong disease somewhere, and you will not be able to grow up well in your body. You will fall sick because you were eating the wrong thing that your parents don't know. You were in the wrong place with the wrong people, and then you can even start doing the wrong thing. Some children start taking drugs. You you cannot grow up in your body, in your statue. So Jesus grew in wisdom because he feared God. He grew in his body. He was healthy because he was not around eating and doing the wrong thing. And he grew in favor with God and men. Why did God favor him? God favored him because he was doing the right thing. Always in the presence of God. Not giving himself to sin. And then men favored him, starting from the parent. Men will favor you if you are a child who is behaving well. If at home you are behaving well, your parent will favor you. At school you are behaving well, your teacher will favor you. At church you are behaving well, your pastor, your Sunday school teachers... The church member, they will favor you. So your good behavior will bring you favor and favor will bring you blessings so that many things will be fine in your life. When you need something and you ask your parents because you are always behaving well, they will give it to you. When in school, you don't understand something and you ask your teacher, they will explain to you. At church, everybody will just love you. 
So a model child will end up growing in wisdom. A model child will be healthy. A model child will be favored by God, blessed by God, favored by people, blessed by people. And that model child is because he is always in the right place, doing the right thing with the right people, having the right attitude. He can be taught and he's attentive when he is being taught. He asks questions when he does not understand. And tomorrow, he will have the right answer. In your exam, you have the right answer because when you were being taught, you were attentive. And then you are friends because when they were teaching, they were not attentive. When the exam comes, they will fail. This was our first lesson looking at Jesus as the right example. What lesson have you learned from this lesson one? What practical lesson have you learned for yourself? I would like you to share it with your parent, share it with your friends, share it with your Sunday school teachers, what you got from Jesus as a model, as a right example for us to follow. May God bless you. Make sure you listen to our second lesson next week. God bless you.